You're listening to Yoma's Cooking Cast, a podcast dedicated to teaching home cooks how to improve their skills in the kitchen and share a mutual appreciation for food. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Trimmings. You know, Trimmings. It's all the good extra little stuff that you cut off the end and then you blend together to make better, cool, tiny stuff. More or less. Hey, James, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about braising. Braising. What is braising? Well, what do you know about braising? What I know about braising is I take meat, I stick it in a pan, I add some liquid, and I cook it low and slow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, that's exactly <laughs> That's it. See everybody. Episode's that's done. It. All right. It's a great <laughs> trimmings episode. And we're done. <laughs> Now everyone knows how to braise. Braising is done. <laughs> so yeah, braising is exactly exactly that. It's taking a very tender piece of meat, or sometimes not so tender, and cooking it low and slow so that it relaxes the muscles, and then the the, the muscles are uh, they can shred, and or they could just be a lot more tender. So like brisket, it's a really popular item to braise, and that takes a lot of time at a lower temperature. When people say they're doing like a pot roast. Is that technically braising? Yes, it's technically braising. So that's here's here's what's funny is braising is taking a, a meat and most times you're going to sear the meat into a hot pan. Mm. And then in that, take it out. Once you get color, once you sear it on both sides or all the sides, if it has four sides, like cubed meat, you're going to take it out of the pan. You're going to add, there's going to be fat in there from when you braise it, especially something like brisket or if, you know, fatter meats like ribeye or chuck. Yep. And you'll, you'll pull it out. There'll be fat in there. You add a little bit of flour if you'd like. So you can make like a natural roux with the fat that's in there. And Ooh, then you can idea. add, yep. Um, and then you can roast your vegetables in there. So you could roast carrots, celery, onions, whatever the braising recipe is calling for. You get some color on that. Uh, and then the stages on how this happens is just different. Some, sometimes you roast the vegetables, then you add the flour. Or sometimes there's, it depends on what your outcome is. But you sear it, get the color, use the fat as a thickening agent to, to continue. You deglaze, which deglazing means adding a liquid to a pan to get all those little bits of burnt yumminess off the pan. They That's come all off. Of, it's the delicious part. Yeah. And if you're doing it with an alcohol, and most, most times when you, when you deglaze, you're going to reduce down that liquid so that the, it, the flavor intensifies. If there's alcohol in it, the flavor, uh, the alcohol will cook out of it. So braising, uh, the process of that, that's where you start. And then you add your liquid in there. Sometimes it's water, sometimes it's broth, sometimes it's stock, depending on, on what it is. Um, and then you submerge the meat into that liquid. So, you know, it should be either fully covered or almost covered with just like the little bit on top. Got it. But the difference so between meat almost fully submerged as much as you can get. Exactly. Got it. Uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to cook that somewhere around 300, 320 degrees for a long period of time. Some depends on the size, depends on what you, how tender you want it. It could be 45 minutes. It could be two hours. Um, it just really depends on the size of the meat and what you're looking for. It. But the biggest difference, what people end up doing a lot of times with braising is the temperature is too high, especially if you're doing it like on a stove top and you want to braise in a pot you don't want to boil the meat because then you're just going to overcook it and it's going to be really really hard Uh, and then to get it it's just not going to be the right consistency so braising you want it to be at a light simmer 
for the temperature. If you're doing it on stovetop, but if you're doing it in the oven, you want it about covered uh, for about 300 degrees. Got it. The way that I do braise when I braise is in the oven. I had a very fancy, I'm going to say this incorrectly, La Crusette. No, yeah, La Crusade. Yeah. La Crusade. Yeah. There you go. La Crusade. So I had a very nice La Crusade pan that I destroyed by pouring a cold beer into an extremely hot pan, just ripping, and that cracked down yeah. the side, so that went into the garbage. So it was, it was ceramic? Yeah. It basically popped, but it didn't leak, so I just kept using it. So it worked out. <laughs> Do you need special tools to braise, or should you use a special pan, anything like that? Can I braise in a glass Pyrex container or pan or something like that? I don't recommend any cooking in any glass. I know that they make the, these glass Pyrex pots to like boil water in or boil sauces in. It's, if you have to have something that's oven safe, ceramic plates from Le Creuset, the cast iron Staubs, the company's called Staub. They make cast iron Dutch ovens almost. Those are great. S-T-A-U-B. Yes. I don't know why. It's, it's, you can't obviously pick up dictation in a podcast, so it's yeah. not S-T-O-B-B. S T A U B. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the key is you want something that's going to hold heat. It's oven safe and has a lid. It's not, you know, you, you're, you're, you are submerging the product in water or the, or the broth, but you also need to put a lid on it so it has even cooking all around. Let's say hypothetically I'm poor. Do you get the joke on that? Because I am actually poor. Could I just use my roasting pan that I have for, let's say, chicken and use tinfoil or something on top? Yep, you can. Yeah. And, and what you're going to want to end up doing. You have to have a deep roasting pan. It's got to be like at least two inches deep or more because you're going to add liquid to it. So we talk a little bit about braising in our chicken out. And one of the good things you can do is in a pot on your stove, sear the chicken, pull the chicken out, do the same steps that you would for braising. You're going to uh, add vegetables. You're going to roast them in that same pan. You're going to add your roux. You're going to deglaze with your wine, white wine. You're going to let it reduce. You're going to add your stock. You're going to add garlic, rosemary, thyme, whatever you want in there. Let that come to a simmer. Take your chicken, put it in your two inch deep roasting pan, then pour that liquid into that pan, cover it, and then put it in the oven. That would be another way of braising. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Sounds simple. And I assume it's whatever's going to come out. It's going to be nice and tender, shredded moist delicious <laughs> yeah that all sounds pretty good i was taught one little braising technique at my previous job by one of the wonderful chefs in our kitchen and what she did in her braised beef dish was she added tomato paste mm-hmm. and it helped thicken it and it added so much flavor and i started doing that at home that now every single time i make anything that is braised i always add tomato paste i feel like it adds just a ton more flavor and then it adds like really pretty sheen and it makes sure that every Tupperware container that I use needs to be thrown away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tomato paste is going to add depth to your flavor on the, on the meats, on the steaks and beefs for sure. I agree with the wine though. The wine thing makes a big difference and you don't get, obviously for those of you who maybe don't like the taste of alcohol, you don't get any alcohol taste at all. If anything, I feel like you get just kind of the fruitiness or the flavor of whatever would be in your wine that without the alcohol taste to it. Yeah. You cook it out, but you know, you want to make sure you boil it at that point. And then when you add your other things, just bring it to a simmer. So, Hey, that's braising. And what you guys should do is go forth and braise. And if you're not sure whether or not you can braise it, try and braise it anyways. It'll probably be pretty good.
Am I wrong? Someone's gonna go and try to braise a rock. 